0: Hello and welcome to The Engineer Your Success Leadership and Life Harmony Like a Mother Show. I'm your host, Kini Romanowska, award-winning journalist turned maternity leave and working motherhood strategist and CEO at Pros and Babes. Being a new mom and working mom can be hard. And we believe you should never be alone with the overwhelm of figuring out work-life balance on your own. So this is the place where you, successful mom with small kids working in competitive corporate careers or STEM fields, come to redefine your priorities and values after having kids, find work-life balance, make sure you're on the same team with your partner and career and family, and find belonging in an outstanding community of fellow moms so that you can create a clear path forward and you're never alone with a crushing overwhelm, isolation, or fears about balancing life and work after kids again. Get ready to engineer your personal and professional success and find life harmony without compromising family happiness or health. Did you know that women tend to lose up to a million dollars over a lifetime compared to men because caregiving duties impact our career and financial outcomes? And that 40% of women feel so unsupported after maternity leave, they feel like quitting. We're here to change that. It doesn't matter if you're pregnant, on maternity leave, or a working mom. If you love your career and want to build a life that helps you build success and personal and professional life on your terms, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. All right, so today I have with us from Switzerland, David Karasek. He is an Olympic athlete and a coach who helps professional athletes take their mental game to the next level so they can handle high-pressure situations and self-doubt like a champ and become the best, best version of themselves. Now, why are we having an Olympic athlete and peak performance coach on a podcast and show for mothers? We know that many of you work in male dominated fields. We know about the so-called motherhood penalty where you can face a wage gap where you can face the million dollar wealth gap as a mom. And what we want to do is to give you the best tools to reflect and bring the best version of yourself to, so you can stay in the game. So you can stay in the career game and be the mom you want to be on your term. So welcome David, tell us tell us about where you are right now. What's What's outside of your window?
1: Thanks for having me, Kenia, and hello to everybody who's listening. Yeah, just moved into a new apartment over the weekend, and I'm actually overseeing Zurich, so um, I'm not used to that because I was in you know, on the bottom floor so far, and it, it's really beautiful. I'm just happy with my girlfriend, new apartment, new chapter in life.
0: Good. Well, congratulations. That's very exciting news for you. So tell us about your journey as an athlete and as a coach. What brought you to do what you're doing?
1: Yeah, so as a as a swimmer, I, I want to say that now looking back, my mindset, you know, in swimming, it wasn't like that good. And everything just happened on autopilot. You know, I, I wasn't aware of how to make decisions for myself. It just it just happened and I was surrounded by good people, but I, I never had like a big dream. It was all almost like almost like along the lines of it's what's realistic, right? right. Like so I wouldn't set myself up like with a big dream because you could fail, right? And in Switzerland, that's like, they beat that out of you to say, you have to go to school and, you know, we'll, we'll see about swimming later. And and so I just like, never had the dream. And now when I look back, I think that's something, that's why I want, I was coaching executives first. Um, but once you're an athlete or were an athlete, like you the enthusiasm for sports, it doesn't go away. So I just felt drawn to it, going back to sports. But I want to, like, inspire people to not make the same mistake. You know, some mistakes they have to make. But this one with the having a dream, it's a big... It's, it's, like, one of the most important things in life to have a dream and have a direction. And I think, you know, that's something... I can speak about because I didn't do it well, and I see it how it's working out now. I've seen it with thousands of people that have gone before me because I'm studying that stuff. I'm seeing my mentors and that knowledge is just incredible. And I think, yeah, having a dream, you know, knowing what you want, it's, I can't think of anything more important.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so when when I talk with moms who have careers and then they have children, everything changes, their values and priorities change and the pace of life changes. So you often don't have the time to even go to the bathroom by yourself, let alone gather your thoughts, right? So what you actually want, you don't know, you've changed and you haven't reflected on it. So I love asking those questions of moms, what do you really want in your career? What kind of working mom do you want to be? What does success look like for you, right? And we look at 25 years in advance, Are your kids going to be proud of you? Are you going to be proud of yourself? So let's talk about that dream setting. Let's dive deeper into why it's so important to have a dream. And what are you dreaming about right now, David, that's motivating you and that's helping you help others?
1: Yeah. Can I just say something to like the mothers out there? You know, I'm, I'm not a father yet. And I guess I never really appreciated how much my mom and all other moms and then working, you know, having a career, how incredibly, what an accomplishment that is, because I'm seeing it now with girlfriends that I have, and they're having babies, right, with my friends and so on, and I see, like, firsthand now how life is changing, and I'm, I'm really starting to, I'm 33, you know, I'm starting to appreciate now what my mother did with us three, so it's, I would say, you know, like, working with athletes and peak performance, it's like, it's peanuts compared to when you really compare it to being a mother and having a career and being a good wife and like all these things, right? I mean, so just wanted to express that because I, I'm really starting to feel it now. And I, I, I was lacking appreciation until now that I'm seeing it firsthand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that I think nothing can really prepare you for it. You know, you, you're, you're carrying that bun in your tummy and you don't know what the birth is going to be like. So I think the, the calories you burn during the process of having a baby is huge. It's, it's like an athletic performance really to, to have a baby, right? And then all of a sudden your life completely changes. You have to redefine yourself. So let's dive in. I'm going to make a shortcut. When we talk about peak performance, right? What does that eat? And we'll make the connection between motherhood and staying in the game. What does peak performance even mean?
1: Yeah, for me, for me, it means to coming close to being the best version of yourself to and that that never stops. That is that's why they say, like, you got to become comfortable being uncomfortable, because if you're if you want to grow, you got to be OK with change. And we know how it is with change that when whenever things change, it's like not the most comfortable, but it's a it's a choice. And once you make it the first time, when you make that committed decision to change and things will turn out well, right, if you stick with it, then you know, you become comfortable doing that again and again. And for me, that, that is peak performance. It's that pursuit to be the best version of yourself to whatever that means to you. Not, and that's important. It's not what your parents think. It's not what your kids think. It's not what your husband or your wife thinks. It's what you think, what you want. And that, that's, that for me is, a, and that's what will bring happiness. You know, that, that's when you do what you want, not what everybody around you wants you to do and i think that will bring fulfillment and happiness
0: yeah well that's that's um that that could lead to a whole philosophical question when when we have conversations with the moms we also encourage them to talk with their partners because when there are kids who are involved you have to re you might want to redefine what peak performance means for the family right all of a sudden your your destinies are intertwined forever and so you rely you're a team essentially just like in sports you're a team you have to define what kind of goals you're going to achieve together if that's how you want to define it. So let's, when when I talk about women in STEM, that's a, a group of women I work with, there are very high attrition rates. So after having kids, 43% of women leave full-time STEM employment. And 23% of men actually do too after having kids. And many cite hostile work culture or a work culture that is not compatible with having children, right? So, for example, in Alberta, there are a lot of fly-in-fly out positions where people are away from their families for weeks at a time and then come back. And it can be very difficult. And you know, once you've you, once you've done this difficult degree, once you've worked so hard in a high pressure environment and a lot of your identity is tied to your career and your career performance, it can feel it can feel like a setback to decide, well, I'm not going to do this work anymore, right? And some people make that decision out of choice, out of real clarity, but for others, it's it, it's almost not really a choice, it's kind of like the game pushes you out. So, how can we use some peak performance principles from athletics, right? From sports psychology and what you teach to help women stay in the game if that's what they want to do, how can they tackle? possibly sexist environments, possibly places that are not supportive of them that won't support them maintaining their professional designation. how do they stay connected to their burning desire to make a contribution in a field that ultimately is not really tailored to to parents?
1: Yeah wow that is that is a great topic and would you agree that there is probably a lot of perils to sport like I mean a lot of athletes when they're done with the sport because they either retire, or because they have to be done because of an injury or I mean it could even be becoming a, a parent also right there's all kinds of stories that a lot of these athletes their transition is not not so, not so smooth let's say right and some of them they go into drugs alcohol they kind of lose themselves and that's it's part of the identity if you don't recognize that you are so much more than your your job right but i i I think like becoming a mother that's like you know for example if you're smoking and you have a hard time smoking then become a mother all of a sudden it's easy to stop you have a really good reason right so your identity shifts and that's really really strong and so I, i just think it's about awareness it's about again knowing what you want and then like being true to yourself, finding the power from within, you know, those spiritual teachers, they always say like we're powerful and it comes from within. And, and I'm really seeing that. And that's what I say my, to my athletes is like the biggest or the only difference between you, let's pretend I'm speaking to an athlete, and the athlete that you admire and look up to is the mindset. You know, if you have a soccer player, it's not that Cristiano Ronaldo can jump higher or comes from a better country or has better coaches or has more money. It's not that. It's that he has a better mindset than you. And that's the truth because we're all like, we look look different. We have different genes and so on. But the the capabilities, those higher faculties, the mindset, like imagination and all like those beautiful things to imagine what we want to do. We all have it. It's just like dialed down a lot. And i think it's about becoming clear what you want to do and staying true to yourself because that's magnetic it's like people can't help but follow like if you're a woman and you're in that difficult environment it might just start with redefining that it's not difficult for you you know like i'm working with a billiards player and he was telling me that billiards is a hard sport because you have to practice a lot and so on i was just you know what happens in your mind what do you create for yourself when you keep thinking billiards is a hard sport right it's like it's a simple question but like when you see the sport that you do is very difficult it's very hard and you have to work hard then you know you're going to be like trapped and you're going to look at it from that angle and you think you have to work hard or otherwise you can't be successful but what if you redefine that that billiards comes easy to you you love being in the flow and you're flexible and you know it's natural for you and you love the roller coaster of the emotions that's why you're here to learn that what if you can redefine your role and start to see it as easy that you're the shining light for other other women like just a definition you give it a new definition I think that would be good from that's how I do it with my athletes at least yeah
0: Absolutely. So mm-hmm. then it's changing the script in your mind. It might seem like a really simple thing, but let's say somebody wants to refine, reframe their thinking and say, being a female engineer comes to me easily and with flow, for example.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, Bob Proctor is one of the affirmations that he's teaching is money comes to me in All right, now I forget it but I'm blanking but money comes to me in from different sources of income in increasing quantities on a continuous basis for example okay that is not how we grow up at least not how I grew up I was like money is scarce you gotta work hard and you know but it's just because I grew up with that doesn't mean that it has to be like true it's like our perception of things so once you start replacing it with something yeah it comes easy to you and you're inspiring you're not like suppressed even though that might be true objectively but it's your it's how you see it right it's subjective right right right
0: we do that actually for for birth some there's some birth coaching and so uh let's say lots of midwives i don't know about other medical professionals but if you go into a, a midwife's clinic often they'll have even um, words on the mirror that says, choose words to define how you want your birth to be right. So flow ease and all of that. So what's the power of, we talked about that the power of the unconscious, right. And, and re-scripting and it sounds like it's, It's a pretty new neuroplasticity, understanding how the brain works, mindset. These are relatively newly studied concepts. It's not like we've been studying mindset and the rewiring of the brain and all the components for a really long time, right? I think we want to stay curious about the work of the mind and how we have the power to shape our thinking and apply those principles. And some might think it's fluff, some might be deciding that they're going to be curious about the concept and try to experiment with it. So um, let us dive into that. If today somebody wants to apply this principle, now it's not a question of doing it just once, right? It's not like you're going to tell yourself once that, oh, this is, uh, you know, being a working mom comes to me with ease and flow and I am rested and happy all the time, you're not going to start showing up like that all of a sudden the next day. So what kind of exercise would you recommend for people who are curious about this idea of working with their mindset? How should they start? And how can they start applying these peak performance and mindset habit principles to their daily life to get more desirable outcomes?
1: Yeah, and Kenya, it's a great question. We, we, you and me already spoke about it, but for everybody else, the listeners, just ask yourself, Everything that you mastered in life, everything that you're good at, you mastered through repetition, right? There is literally like nothing, even like changing diapers, there is nothing that you just can do the first time. I mean, you can do it the first time, but when you're really good, you mastered it through repetition. And, and that's the same with our programming. Our subconscious mind is running our body. It's in every cell of the body, and it's our body that moves into action, and then it's the action that decides the results that we're getting. Okay, so the name of the game is to change what's in our subconscious mind. And that's the programming. And you can think of it when a baby comes to the planet, A baby doesn't have the thinking mind yet. So it's like a wide open subconscious mind and the impressions just come in. So the baby in Japan will learn Japanese, a baby in Canada will learn French or English, a baby in Switzerland, French, um, German or Italian, right? Whatever comes in, it will learn if it's four languages it's four if it's, you know it doesn't matter so if we become a product of the environment and that's why what I was saying it's so important the ideas that come into us we are programmed by that but we never chose that because we didn't have a capability to choose at that age right so now that we're aware of this and we know how it works and science is confirming all of that we can now use our thinking mind that you and me and the listeners have and say, okay, what do I really want? What are, how do I want my life to be? Okay. And then with affirmations and with getting emotionally involved in it, you impress that idea upon the subconscious mind. And there's different ways to do it that like do that. So you can stand in front of your mirror and talk to yourself. You could look yourself in the eye. That's like my favorite at the moment is like, I look in the mirror and i see the you know in the movies sometimes when you see like the sparkle in the eye and I, you see the fire that there is like you know sometimes when you're having a shitty day you stand in front of the mirror and you're thinking about being healthy you're like doing a pose and you, like see like there's the joy it's right there and you speak to yourself for five minutes and you just you know in present tense speak about how your life how you want your life to be. Okay. And you do that with repetition. So you can say the same things again and again and it doesn't need to be more than five or ten minutes a day. So that's one. Then another one you could write it down because when you write it down, you give it energy and believe it or not, but when you write it down and you're also it gets your thoughts going and you get emotionally involved in it. So that's important that you get emotionally involved in it. It's not just only thoughts but also emotions, because the heart is really what creates as well, right? So you got to get emotionally involved. And then I guess that's number two. And then what you could also do is I was kite surfing in Egypt. On, I was out on the sea. There was nobody. And I was yelling affirmations just to feel good. You know, Tony Robbins is big with that. He used to sit in the car for you know, 30 minutes and yell in the car, like, and it worked for him. It's like in the end of the day, you have to find a routine that works for you that you love doing right not like what David or Kenya said it's like something that you love doing and that works for you and you can do it and that's key you do it forever
0: yes so the the key takeaway for me when I talk to performance coaches or mindset experts is there there have to be mindset habits right? It's, yeah. not, it's not just the power of the affirmation. There's also the component, I did some training last week, of really understanding your own patterns. And mindset work, to me, never replaces work with, let's say, a qualified medical professional or psychologist to address any traumas, to address, to understand, actually. Because if you want to rewrite how you think and your thinking patterns. In my anecdotal experience, you also have to address things that may be holding you back from creating new patterns, new habits, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we're talking about it's like you're flexing your, I mean, push ups, you're building the muscles is the same, but the mind is so much more complex and the interactions of trauma and the scripts and things that shaped how you are today should be addressed before you decide to put anything in your mind right when you choose the mindset training when you choose a mindset coach somebody I really like said you don't get what you pay for you get what you vet (laughs) so tell us about that element when when you work when you work with people how do you discuss issues perhaps around around trauma or pain or the past you can't just override scripts if you haven't addressed any underlying issues
1: yeah that's a is a very good point and i guess when we speak about the dreams it's if you're thinking about a gps right it's like where you want to go but then it's if you just know where you want to go if you just know your dream but you have no idea where you are which is what you just talk, talked about you still you're not going to get there because you don't know where you are right so that is a is a very very important point the one thing so what i'm see and with sports psychologists often and I know athletes that have been seeing a sports psychologist for eight years and nothing has changed and what I see the problem what I see there is that they're focused on fixing something instead of looking at what they want to create And so they keep, you know, and the the issue with that is that their thoughts is on fixing something. So inherently they're thinking something is wrong with them and they have to fix that before they can go and create what they actually love to create. And that's a big part of my philosophy is that then, you know, people get stuck in fixing until the end of their lives instead of focusing on what they truly want, okay? So this is why I, I tilt more towards the affirmation and the good side, but with the traumas, I mean, of course, it's, you know, that's why I love the one-on-one work. And, and that can't, often can't be done in groups. So when we do group calls, we do the stuff that's more towards where do you want to go? Because yeah. that can not be done in a group. But then, yeah, you got to have somebody that, you know, is, it, yeah, you go through the past and, and you do look. But what I think is really important, it's just, you know, whatever happened to you, you can still create what you love to create. And that is a beautiful thing because it doesn't make you, you know, whatever happened, like, it's just, it's a beautiful thing because whatever it's okay, you know, that it happened. And there's other people that have gone through something similar and, and, and it's liberating. It's liberating that like you can still have and do what you love to do. And there's nothing that you need to fix, but it's good to work through it. You know, you can do that at the same time. That's how, that's like my approach. Yes,
0: absolutely. I, and and many of the people, the most successful people I've met actually have gone through some of the most difficult life experience, perhaps trauma, abuse, right. And uh, PTSD. And they, I've, I've witnessed people undergoing magnificent transformations Right by, by deciding to create something versus being on autopilot. And I'd say that the, the main message, and again, for moms, we some of them, some of us, we've been working together for some time now. What we, what we do is we define what they want in every area of life because we realize that most of us have been trained to think about career goals in a vacuum. I want this profession, I'm going to be successful when I have this title, when I make this much money. But ultimately, what when you have kids, what comes to light is that there's such a connection between your family happiness and your career. And then sleep and circadian rhythms and lack of thereof, when you have kids, your sleep is affected. So when your sleep is affected, your mental game is affected. And then, you know, your physical game is affected and then your self-confidence and everything comes together. So it's not just about defining what you want in terms of how much money you want to make, but what kind of human being do you want to be as a working parent? And that is a very profound question. So David, we'll jump into that. Let's jump 25 years in advance, I guess, uh, in, in, in the future. What will, uh, what will you know, your family say about you? If, you? if you want to have kids and if you're gonna have kids, imagine in 25 years, pick a beautiful spot where you're going to be sitting with them. Imagine what your hair is gonna look like, what your body's gonna look like, who's gonna be sitting by you. And in 25 years, when you're gonna look back on what you're going to be creating, what are they going to say about your life and who you were as a being?
1: Yeah. Wow. That is, that's so beautiful. Everything that you're saying about the holistic approach its music in my ears. Very well said Kenya. Well said. So I, I would think I would sit on, on a beach with like a little bonfire there. Definitely my, my girlfriend, maybe wife by the time that she's, I don't know if she's listening or hearing that. Um, I would love to have kids and, um, so does she, so that's uh, it's good. And, you know, I would really, if my kids said that dad always believed in us, he always believed in us, that would be something that would warm my heart, that will warm my heart. And then also that they would think it's cool that I helped millions of people and athletes, you know, improve their career and, and you know, create what they love to create. And I would also... I would also think it's cool when, when they say my dad is so fit, he can do all the sports with us and I have a hard time beating him. And we have these activities that we do together because yeah, you know, at the end of the day, the job is, is one thing, right. But I guess I can't really talk about this yet because I'm not a father. I'm just going off stories that I hear, but that just changes everything and you realize there is different priorities than just work and, and whatnot. So
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so when you when you say what you say, uh, when you say what you say about the future in 25 years, what I like about this exercise is that you realize what you can't compromise on so you can't compromise on taking care of your health, you won't be able to compromise on spending quality time with your kids. I'm realizing my boys are almost two and four, and I've always been very performance and career driven. And they, you know, these boys need me really, they need my presence. And nobody prepared me for this chapter of my life. It's, it's a big surprise. My, my husband comes from a family of five, I'm an only child. So I don't have the experience of seeing other little kids growing up, right? This is very new to me. So when you talk about in 25 years, you can't compromise on your health. And for you, it's you know, probably self-evident you're an athlete. You can't compromise on the quality of time you spend with your kids, right? You might have to sometimes make difficult career choices because they will demand that from you, right? And what else? And you said that you want to help millions and athletes maintain their careers. So what kind of habits do you need on a daily basis to show up as that best self for others? right? What are you doing on a daily basis? So that in 25 years, you will manifest this outcome.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I really it is not difficult at all. What what I'm doing is these exercises that we talked about before it is literally I, I do one more where I close my eyes. And I have 10 end results, we call them end results, because we don't want to get caught up in the process on how to get there what we want. We not want to know what we want and then the how will re- reveal itself basically, because there's so many, if we need to know how, basically, it's just, we know so little. We're just like making decisions based on the past more and we're trying to project out, right? But there's so many more ways on how we can get what we want. So I'm trying to be open to the how and what I do is I just tune into those end results and I see myself, I see myself, I see the picture and I feel it, how I'm already there. Like, One of them is an amazing housing complex for the whole family. Like I see that stuff in it. And the cool thing is what I, what I can say is that I haven't always seen it, but when you start to see it, then in the beginning, it's maybe just a wishy-washy house. It's just something, you know, blurry. You don't see yourself in it. You don't see a location. It's just something, but then you do it every day. It's literally like a muscle. Your imagination will get better. It will start to fill out with color. It will become clear. You see people in it. You see I see kids in it. It's like all of us, you know, it, it starts to, and imagination, you know, people said, it's our ability. It's what separates us from one of them, capabilities that separates us from animals. And we can literally look into the future with that. Yes, And that's what I do. And it's just about doing it daily because Tony Robinson, where focus goes, energy flows. And when you think about everything is energy, it's like what you focus on. And when you focus on your dreams, you know, there's, it's the loss, they will manifest it, it takes a bit of time. Yes. But what is happening, you know,
0: it's yeah. happening. So the key takeaway for, for women here, right. For, for working moms, for working women is you have to have a clear picture of where you want to go. I use a 25 year reference to organize your thoughts and, and ideas and to make it clear what you cannot compromise on it all of a sudden it really makes it clear what should be your priorities right what you absolutely must carve out time for. So if it comes to your profession, then, and let's say you're, you're feeling like it's tough in your field, or you don't know how you're going to all make it work have a clear image of yourself. Being a working mom, being in the office, getting out of the house, feeling vibrant, feeling energized, right? Feeling healthy, seeing kids smiling by your side. Imagine that and revisit that image all the time. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I mean, I know that mindset uh, vision boards are like not the be, on, be all and end all, but they're a really, really good starting point if you don't have that habit of creating your future and you're just living on autopilot in the past. So, David, have I made a good analogy when it comes to? right visualizing what you want to
1: create yeah absolutely and then you know i I would the only thing that i would add to that is then you know you imagine it and if you just think about you wake up in the morning i don't know how relaxed it is when you have kids you might have to jump out of bed but if you have quiet five or ten minutes you tune into how you want to feel what you imagine and all that right and then just go just go and do it go and act walk like speak as if it's already here because that's how you raise your vibration that's how you bring it up it's not oh first i have to have this and then i can or i gotta do this first and then i can no it's like you bring it into the presence and you start to act play walk you know whatever it is as that person that you want to be and that's how you like will attract all the things all the opportunities all the people into your life that's how it that's how it works
0: I remember that from the conversation with you and I've been repeating it to to my clients, you said that the difference between people who get what they want and those who just watch those who get what they want, is that they act as if they already had what they wanted with gratitude and happiness and so you told us about this exercise to do every night Right? I am happy and grateful that I live in this beautiful family complex with flowers and kids running around. And you write that fifteen minute, fifteen time for fifteen minutes or fifteen times in a notebook in the morning or in the evening.
1: That's right. It's yes. so simple, you know. This stuff is not difficult.
0: Yes, it's not. Di- it's not difficult. It's the habit and it's staying in the game to actually do the exercise and. I've, uh, I will have to get back on in the saddle and, and re-practice the exercise, right? To, to, to stand the game. It's like practicing yeah. an instrument. It's like practicing your sport.
1: I mean, look, Kenya, let's like, the, the challenge could be like, look, just let's think rationally about it. Could, Cause we can't do that. We're adults, right? We can say, okay, I can try this for a month and I use 10 minutes a day and I'm, i am do whatever it takes to have 10 minutes a day. And I'm gonna do that exercise for one month and then I have a choice. I, I will find out, okay, you know, whatever David and Kenya and all the other people are saying it's, it's bullshit, I don't, I don't need none of that. And okay, fine, fair enough. Or you start to notice a change, which is what's gonna happen. And that's 10 minutes a day. And so if you continue to do that, not a month, because we overestimate what we can do in a year, they say, and we grossly underestimate what we can do in five to 10 years. But I would say even we overestimate what we can do in a month and we underestimate what we can do in a year. So stick with it. And then the curve is not it's not a curve like this, like a straight line. It's this exponential. It goes tack, 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 And then all of a sudden it will take off. So yeah, I think it's like it's just a good trade off to, to, to do. It's 10 minutes a day. And after a month, you already know.
0: Absolutely. Well, okay, so to wrap up our conversation, I will ask you, what is one great book that you have read recently?
1: Yeah, I would go for The Secrets of Natural Success. It's um, written by William Whitecloud. I may be biased because I'm partnering his firm and he's my mentor that changed my life. like when I learned about these laws and all that and um, yeah, but secrets of natural success, you know, it's not a thick book and it's really, we're all born with these capabilities. It's just when we wake up to it, to the power that we really have in us, like just think everything that you see, we create it with our mind. It's absolutely crazy what we can do. The house I live in on 10th floor, we created that stuff. It's like animals can't do that. We can
0: yeah I it's true when I look at the house I live in right now this it meets except for one one thing everything we wrote that we wanted in a house we got the big backyard the wooden floors right the open spaces for our kids to run around and the only thing that's missing is that the higher higher ceilings but they're high enough so it is true you can you can decide what you want or you can let yourself flow by the river of life David where can people find out more about you
1: yeah my website or our website is the tribe of and you have it's like you know you have all the links there it's like instagram is there facebook is there there's a youtube channel so everything is there
0: perfect and hopefully we can talk when you have kids one day and then we can revisit this conversation yeah. and you can let me know if you have five or ten quiet moments in uh in your bed in the morning or if you're actually just getting jumped on <laughs> or who's getting up in the middle of the night to change the baby's diaper and then how you will redefine peak performance for yourself at that time because having kids will surely transform you inside out thank you so much for your time David
1: you got it Kenya thanks for having me I enjoyed it with you
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, make sure to review the show notes for any information we shared today, either about our guests or from myself. And then if you're ready to take action and turn working motherhood overwhelm into your greatest advantage, then head on over to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash pros and babes. Again, info in the show notes. Make sure to get the support you need to succeed in family and career and be the first to know about new live networking events and training. And of course, connect with other moms who understand exactly what you're going through as a mom with a demanding career. If you're getting value from the show, I would be so grateful if you left us a review so we can reach more moms like you, moms in corporate, competitive and STEM careers who should never be alone with a crushing overwhelm of trying to balance family and career life. See you next time. Thank you.